Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation. I've got the incredible Pamela Lynch joining us today for this conversation about self-mastery. Welcome, Pamela, and thank you for joining. Hi, Cindy. Thank you for having me on the show, for inviting me to be on the show with you. So Absolutely. Favorite topic. <laughs> right? It's always my favorite topic. I always want to talk about self-mastery. So I just want to start the conversation by asking you, who are you? What makes you self-masterful? What's your journey been like? <laughs> well, dive right in. I know, right in. Okay, well, let me just share that I turned 62 next week. So it's been sort of 60 years of who am I? Mm -hmm. And two years of, oh, I'm starting to feel into who I am. And so my journey has been, uh, there's, you know, how, do, how how far back do we want to go? But I think this is really important is that I was 16 and left home. Mm -hmm. And when I left home, I realized I need to support myself. And so I dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. And then I landed in publishing, which is a highly educational field. Everybody has BAs and MBAs at the yin yang. And <laughs> here I was as a high school dropout. So I worked really hard, just kept my head down. And I did that for a long time until I was um, an executive assistant late, uh, like 90, 97. My boss brought me into the office and she goes, you know, you know, we're kind of bored at your, at your job um, because you're always asking for more. Can, mm. I, can I have more work? Right. Because it was, I was, I wasn't being challenged. And she goes, so what do you want to do? Uh, and I go, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, do you want to be like a, the marketing manager or the VP of of finance and Min was there. He says, he goes, or you could do this internet thing. We need somebody to do this internet thing. And I went, okay. And he, you know, slid the piece of paper across the desk to me. And so I, I took it and I, I went to the IT guy and I said, this is like your stuff. He goes, no, I told him you could do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was doing, doing web pages back right. in the day, right? Yeah. So they actually, I had to go back into the president's office and I loved her. She was an amazing boss. And I, I said, are you busy? And I closed the door. She goes like, what's up? Cause this is like five minutes after the other meeting. I go, well, I need to talk to you about this whole thing. I said, because <sighs> yeah, I dropped out of school. So I have to go back and get my GED to go to university to do this thing. <laughs> and she's like, She's like, okay, I just before this, I told Cindy I never swear, but I'm quoting verbatim. She went, what the fuck? She goes, you're good. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? She goes, I thought you had a university education all this time. She said, you're just really good. And I said, no. She goes, so what grade do you have? I said, well, I dropped out in grade 11. Mm -hmm. So I have grade 10. And she goes, oh, okay, well, what do you need to do? So I went back at 40 and got my GED. And then wow. I went to university part-time for a year and a half to do a two-year program. So wow. I was like working full-time still for her as the executive assistant, 
going to school part-time, which every, every course had a project, mm-hmm. two little guys and a house to run and a husband who had his own business. That's a lot. Right. So it was a lot, but it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I was 40. I would just, well, I actually, on my 40th birthday was my very first class and it was, it was, um, something about what is the internet? And it's like, <laughs> I'm going the cloud, what's the cloud? <laughs> like there's the machine, then there's the cloud, then there's, <laughs> and I'm just, of course there was a little drinking the night before when my family landed into Toronto where, where right. I lived. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, I'm like hungover. I'm like, uh, the cloud. <laughs> I don't get this. What <laughs> is I mean, the internet? Am I, am I in the right class? <laughs> what am I in for here? Oh my God. Anyway, I did it. I aced it. I was like high honors in the, in the program. And then I went on to become their web producer. Mm. So I managed that basically meant I, in today's world, I was a content manager. Right. So I matter, manage the front end of the website, right? Yeah. So I was a coder, you know, it's like somebody goes, oh, can you help me do this? And it's like, no, that's programming. Coding is way different. Like you have to go to the guys in the States because they're the brilliant guys. <laughs> do the architect of all that. I just know how to do HTML. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, so I did that for 13 years. And then 2011, I lost my job in publishing where lots of people were losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I had a 30 year career in publishing and it was amazing. And it's, you know, I still reap the benefits of being in that industry, right? Because I just started my publishing company a year and a bit ago. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, so that journey, when I lost my job, I lived in Kelowna because I'd worked remotely for nine years. Mm-hmm. And I went looking for a job and it's like, oh, top of my pay scale to, mm, Eight, this job pays $18 an hour. Oh my God. That's mm. a hard to yeah. hill to chew. Yeah. 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 So then I decided, I didn't decide, honestly, this coaching thing came around mm-hmm. and I became a law of attraction coach mm-hmm. in 2012. And then I went, oh, okay, well, I just won't earn any money for five years. That's way better. <laughs> <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> just the way it happened and but it was my journey right mm-hmm. and so then in 2018 uh it's like 2018 i um it all converged for me so the publishing came back in the in coaching because i needed to do i needed coaching to do what i do now mm-hmm. right yeah. and so it was the it was the perfect path and then it also becomes a little wow that was the hard way but it was the only way i knew Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all, it's all great. And all the lessons are there as you go Mm -hmm. through and you, you know, you stumble and, and then you finally meet up with someone who's going, Oh, just follow me. Right. (laughs) Who's actually the right person to follow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The law of attraction is great, but you need all the other laws tied in with it to make it make sense and to yeah. make it actually work in your favor. Yeah. 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 So, and I, I just like to add in here before we began this call, Pamela told me that she doesn't swear. Rebel Radio <laughs> makes everybody swear. <laughs> That's one I already did once. <laughs> That's your quota. You don't have to swear anymore. So so funny. So who have been some of your biggest influencers along the way of this journey? 
so I would, because I mentioned her, uh, my old boss, Diane Wood, she was the first female president in publishing. Mm, like, wow. Ever. Right. Yeah. And I worked, I worked for her for uh, seven years and she's the one who put me on that little journey of, of, you know, what do you want to do? Right. Mm -hmm. So she was a huge influencer in my life. Yeah. Um, and I, I was a really good assistant for her. Mm -hmm. right? Like I protected her. She was female. She had her moments and I'm like, you might want to meet with her later. <laughs> right. So I was able to, I learned, actually learned how to manage upwards really well mm. and, and learn, learn to the art of diplomacy, right. which is also really good as a coach. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and in your own business and, and all of that. So she was a great influencer. Then of course, Joy Kingsborough, who's yes. our, our coach. Yep. And uh, Joy, I met her in 2014 mm -hmm. and um, she saw everything. <laughs> she just has a way of she seeing has your potential. To do that. <laughs> she has a way of seeing your potential that yes. I didn't see. And um, and then two years ago, I went into the, the Universal Laws program with her and it was amazing. And I just love, I just love, I just had a call with her today, you know, my private coaching call. And it's just always so revealing. And um, she's just helped me immensely along mm -hmm. this path to self-mastery. And then the third person I want to mention is Joe Dispenza. Like he's just, he is one of my, one of my heroes as far as, he has this way of just really be being able to um, disseminate the information to mm -hmm. in a way that allows us to be able to hear it because mm. it's, it's deep stuff, right? It is very. <laughs> yes. so very I've, I've read his book, Becoming Supernatural. It's his, yeah. It's pretty intense, but yeah, yeah, I absolutely love him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he does some amazing meditations. Or you know, short one is an hour. The, yeah. the one I love is two hours. So it's really hard to fit that into your schedule, but I do every once in a while. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really, it's, it's transformational work and he's doing amazing things on the planet. Love and, it. Yeah. Love it. Thank yeah. you for sharing those. So along the way, I mean, you've, you've now got this publishing company. Tell us a little bit about that. And like, cause I know it's been a journey since 2018 to get you yeah. to this publishing company and what's going yeah. on there. Um, well, it was the journey getting to 2018 mm -hmm. to start the publishing company. And then when I became, when I, I was, I went into, I came into alignment with my yeah. path. Right. And so I published four books in my first year in 2018. Mm -hmm. And through that, I re I recognized that it's not just about publishing books. Mm. It's about uh, working with people who have a huge message who are enlightened leaders mm -hmm. and uh, helping them to uh, actually hold space for them. So I have a, a program that's called um, Sacred Writing Sessions mm -hmm. where they come in and they write for an hour and they're channeling and I'm holding space. So I'm basically meditating. Mm -hmm. And it's so powerful. It's And people use it for not just writing books, they're writing content, they're writing sales pages, they're writing contracts, mm -hmm. they're writing business plans. It's, you know, it's, it's when we, when they come in, they might not even know what they're going to write about. They might have an idea that I want to work on my book, but then they land in and it's like, oh, 
this is what needs to be written in this next hour. And they are amazed at how much they actually write. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I have yet to yeah. experience one of those, but I know I've seen a lot of people commenting about them. And I know there, I saw one that took me by surprise because she wanted to write a sales page. And after the hour, she had a contract written. And I was yeah. laughing about that. Yeah. You don't think of channeling and writing a contract that they would go hand in hand. So yeah. I love that. That's yeah. Really cool. And because it's also an, an hour for people to be really productive. Right. Right. So. And she, she hadn't joined, um, she hadn't joined the program yet, and she just kept putting it off. And then, on that, the day that she joined, I reached out to her <clears throat> and told her it was the day that the program was starting. Excuse me. <clears throat> and she said, "Oh, I'm really busy today." And then an hour later, she's like, "Oh, this is the perfect day." And that's when she came in. She wrote the contract. She sent the contract out. She received money for the contract in the hour. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. so good. So yeah. good. Yeah. 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 So what does self-mastery mean to you? Because I feel like it's it's like the definition of success. It means something different to everybody. So this is like one of my favorite questions to ask. Yeah. So when I was thinking about this question, I recognize like you do that it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so wherever someone is in, wherever they are at on their journey, when they are striving to be better than they are now and they're doing so consciously with devotion with awareness mm -hmm. right? consciously and awareness means kind of the same thing but they're just really aware that they're on a path to be better mm. right so whatever yeah. that is for them and so for me it is um being able to really identify who I want to become. Mm -hmm. And then I know I don't need to know the hows of how it is. I just know that I need to be in alignment and to do the things that are in sync that when synchronicity shows up, so it's the breadcrumbs, it's like, okay, this is the next thing. This is the next thing. This is the next thing. Um, but to every day do something that helps on the path. Yes. It's the dedication and devotion of doing it every day. We can't just show up one day and, no. hope that it works three months down the road we got to do it every <laughs> single day right yeah. yeah and that's what i i always call it the practice of self-mastery and when i work with my clients i always say there's no right or wrong way to be self-masterful no it's about showing up every day yeah 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 and it's about setting the intention to do that yes right so i think intention is hugely important because mm -hmm. without us intending to do something to be again aware of what it is that we want to do. And then to just know the next step to do that, we're going to be on the path to do that. Right. Yes. And it's like, and so it's it's about coming into alignment, right? So I mean, my biggest breakthrough was when I said yes to creating a publishing company. Mm -hmm. Right. It's Donna Brown was the person who um, I was working with at the time. And I was, I had a month with her and, uh, and um, she asked me what I, you know, she goes, I know like this much of you, like, sure. right. right. It's like, Oh, I was in publishing for 31 years. And she's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> she said, you don't do something for 30 years and it not be part of what you have in your business. Right. Yeah. Because of the wealth of information that I have around publishing, I've worked in all of the different areas. Mm -hmm. I, as the executive assistant, I knew the whole operation. Right. Right. 
And so then to be able to help people through the process of wanting to create something and to bring it out into the world is basically mm -hmm. what it's doing. And so also landing into the piece where everything is created in the quantum field, mm -hmm. right? So it's the information is already there. So, so we'll use Marie Martin as an example. So she was the first person who said yes to publishing with me. And so she wrote on Metatron's code. Now, if, and Marie had been downloading information for six years, mm -hmm. right? And she was told, no, not yet. Don't, don't publish it yet. Right. And cause she needed to meet me. Right. Right. So it was like our two energies needed to come together to create that book. So it was already created. Mm -hmm. In the quantum field, our job was to bring it into physical form. So that's all I'm helping people do is to bring information into the from the field into the physical realm for it to go back out into the field. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And so if Marie hadn't have said yes to writing that book, if I hadn't have said yes to having a publishing company, that would not have happened the way it happened. It would have happened differently. But if she had said no to writing the book, somebody else would have written the book because it's in the field. It's yeah. information that is wanting to be in our physical ex experience. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're doing is we're having these experiences that allow us to have another experience. And when we're in alignment with the experiences that we love having, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's when the magic happens. That's when the magic happens. Exactly. Yeah. I want to come and bring it back to that intention piece. There was something that stood out for me there. For me, when I was trying to force things to happen and trying to figure out the how, it's like I was trying to reverse en engineer how the universe works. And I would always try to figure out the how to do it first and put all the technology and all the pieces together and then sit back and wonder why it didn't work. Yeah. And if we bring it back to the bare bones minimum, which is the most important piece of having the intention first and then the emotional state to move it out into the world, then the how falls into your lap and you don't actually have to figure out the how. Yeah. And that's what I love about that story in that it's about intention first because the information is yeah. already all there. Yeah. 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 And so, and that's the same with anything that we create. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. We're creative beings who want to have an experience. Exactly. Right. And so we're collaborating with other creative beings who also want to have an experience and we bring them together to have a similar experience and right. different the world over, but we have this, we have this code to work together mm -hmm. in whatever capacity that is. I love that. I yeah. love that. And it's, it's so simple and yet not always easy to do. It is. Well, you know, the, you know, the saying, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yes, exactly. Right? And, exactly. and it also takes a level of setting the intention to become self-masterful at something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and one thing that I saw in my journey um, was that I was always trying to change things up. So it's like, oh, if I do this, this then I can make something happen. If I take this program, then I can make that happen. If I can do right, and it went, it's fun. And I was changing so fast because I was trying to figure out how to do it, how to be, 
be a coach, mm-hmm. right? Not a business to be an entrepreneur. I mean, remember, I was an employee for 50 years. Right. <laughs> you were trained a different way. Exactly. And so to become an entrepreneur was a whole new skill set. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to learn all of that at the same time. Yeah. And trying would be the optimum word there. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I had no awareness around it and I had mm-hmm. no intention around it. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Know, I didn't know any better. Right. Yeah. If, I knew, if I knew better, I would do better. <laughs> right. I think yeah. we all believe that. If, well, if I only knew. And yeah. we can't judge ourselves for not knowing because yeah. you can't judge yourself for not knowing what you don't know. Yeah. But if you lean into that awareness of everything, every experience of your life starts with your intention first. Yeah. And then from there. Yeah. We can't jump into the jump into the deep end of the pool when we don't know how to swim and automatically swim. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. 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 I know. I I remember my youngest son was learning how to play guitar. So he was, I think he was like 10 or 11, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was frustrated because he has the arrow of frustration in his chart, just <laughs> saying, um, because he wanted to do it perfectly. Yeah, I, you know, and it wasn't I wasn't aware enough to sit down and say to him, you know, you need there's a path to this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody. So one of the things I I share in the writing programs and, and working with authors is that nobody's born writing. Right. right? It's yes. a skill. The way to get better at writing is to write and write and write and write. Mm-hmm. And it's like anything else. The way to learn how to play the guitar is to play and play and play and play. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, it's like, ooh, that actually sounds like music. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. I yeah. Um, yeah. I love um, that. Yeah. So before we bring this conversation to a close, I want to ask you one more question. What do you dream of for the world? Uh, I dream that everyone is doing the thing that they love to do, Mm. uh, that makes their soul sing. Because imagine a world where everybody is doing what they love and they can collaborate with other people who are doing what they love. Um, And even more basic than that, um, that people know that they are love. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. This is my favorite question to ask in every interview because I always get the best answers and it just ends these calls on total goosebumps. So thank you. Pamela, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your insights and your wisdom and just so grateful for you being in this space. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you again for the invitation. And I love chatting with you. Always. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.